Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. What is going on, everybody? John Middlecop, 3 and Out Podcast. Hope everyone is having a good Friday, Saturday, weekend. Uh, as we come, I want to say the home stretch till we get football, but as with the rules, they got to test and go away and come back, and then they, they don't really practice. So this training camp, as someone that's been going to tra- NFL training camp practices, either working in the league or talking about the league now for... I guess going on a decade, and this is not going to be a normal year. It would be the first year I won't attend a, a, a training camp practice in that time. Really, since Fresno State, probably in 13 years, I won't be going to a training camp just because they're going to limit the media availability. It's not even worth it for me. Uh, I, I have some thoughts on how it's going to impact the league now, the no preseason games. The big news of the day is Washington is going to keep their name I have some thoughts on that off the jump because the the outrage on Twitter and LeBron James, I I don't think everyone was on the same page what was going to happen here, but that's typical, especially with social media. And uh, then, of course, Middlecoff Mailbag at John Middlecoff is the Instagram. And uh, follow along. You can follow Twitter as well. But Instagram is where the DMs wide open leave a question in my direct messages and you will get it read here on the podcast. Also appreciate everyone who has listened or excuse me, followed the uh, 
the podcast on Apple or iTunes, left a review. If you haven't, would greatly appreciate you leaving a review. It helps us monetize the whole deal. Follow the podcast as well. And uh, tip my hat to you. Great appreciation. Let's start with Daniel Snyder. I'm a little... This topic doesn't do that much for me. Uh, you know, the some of the bad teams in the Northeast, like, I, I just don't care about. I get they're big markets and they get talked about, but, like, when the Jets suck, when the Giants suck, when Washington sucks, like, I I, I really don't care. I, I wish they were good because I like watching good football. Like, I liked it when Eli Manning's teams were good, right? I, I liked it when Rex Ryan's team was good. The Washington team has really not been good, I guess, my entire adult life. They've been, you know, like the Browns or the Raiders, kind of a joke. Uh, but now this situation where they don't have a name, and it became official today that they're just going to be called Washington football team. I actually thought the logo looked pretty good. I think sometimes in life, uh, when when emotion is really high, and you see it so much on social media with politics, it, it's all emotion. And, uh, you know, one thing, and it hurts me some places in life, but I tell my mom sometimes when it gets something involved in business. And I'm like, Mom, you can't get so emotional. that This is not the way it works. You know, until you have something signed on the bottom line on a piece of paper, they can change the price. Uh, you, you're allowed to negotiate, you know? It's not, you know, the, the older generation is used to kind of the loyalty of friendships when you're in business. It's it just, it, it's not like that at all. There's not much loyalty involved it's sad but it's kind of true like it, my generation will just do business with whoever gives us the best price that's why bezos is kicking the shit out of everybody he just has better prices than everybody and he'll deliver it to your door like it feels it says 24 hours or 48 hours sometimes it feels like i press a button and two hours later bezos is dropping off my uh off a package in front of my house it's incredible i mean he, he runs a great service that's why he's the richest man in the world he runs one of the best services i've ever seen in my life let's, let's just call a spade a spade but when you see the Redskins, I don't know how I got off on that tangent, and they, they don't have a name anymore, I think people thought that, I guess they're not that name anymore, they're just the Washington football team, that they were going to come out with an official name before the season. When it was clear that they got pressured, and let's be real, the reason they changed it is because money and their huge sponsors you know, started causing a fuss. Money makes things happen, nothing else does. Uh, and whether we like it or not, that's just the way the world works, is that he, if he, listen, he did not want to change the name. If he would not have got his hands forced, this would not have happened. So if you don't want to change the name and you're forced to, you probably don't have a secondary name. Now, if you live in D.C. and you follow this more closely, maybe you have better information on this, but just reading from an outside perspective it does not feel like he had two or three names lined up if this ever became inevitable. As crazy as that sounds, because it kind of felt to be inevitable, I would say over the last five years, like we were headed that way. But when I saw today that they were just going to be called the Washington football team this year and figure it out later, I said, of course they were. Because you you don't want to get married to the wrong person, right? Now, the great part about getting married to the wrong person, they got this thing, if you have to do, you can get divorced. If you pick the wrong team name and you label it, your jerseys are that color, you sell a bunch of merchandise, you can't really pivot a couple years from today. And let's be real, whatever they end up naming it, and I'm just going to go off the names that I've seen from people like thrown out in articles or on social media, the Red Hawks, the Red Tails, the Warriors, something like that. And for whatever reason, because do you think it's going to be universal approval? 
if they just came out with the Washington Redhawks, do you think everyone would be like, oh, that name's cool? Or some people like, ah, I don't like it. Oh, I wish it was something different. Probably be that it's going to be like that no matter what he names it. And if he's not comfortable with a name, and the Redskins brass, I guess they're not called that anymore. It's hard to do this stuff. We know the Washington football team doesn't have a name, and they can't decide on it. Is it time on their side? Like, what is the rush? Why did they have to have a new name this year? Especially when their hand was forced a month before the season. The Washington football team and just the, the word Washington, I think it looks pretty good. You could argue, just keep it, just call it that. Just be called the Washington Football Club. I think they'll eventually pick a name, but if you told me they didn't, just kind of like a European soccer team, like Chelsea, uh, and maybe I'm wrong, I'm not uh, super locked in on the EPL, but it, it feels like they're all soccer clubs, that'd be fine with me. Because I, I promise you this, whatever name they pick, there is going to be outrage and people that are going to have, it, may, it might be fake, but there will be a percentage of the population that will not like it. So I, I think it's really hard. Have you ever just tried to, you know, pick a brand name? I think about it all the time for just different business endeavors. It's, it's difficult to figure out something. For every Nike and Apple, you're like, God, that's so easy. McDonald's, Taco Bell. You just think of, you know, uh, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, the Titleist, Callaway. I'm just looking around my desk, you know, in my office. It's Yeti. Like it's, it's, that sounds like, oh, the Yeti. That sounds really easy to figure out. It's not. Rainbow Sandals, the San Francisco Giants. Like it's, it's probably a little harder than you think. So uh, of course, LeBron James assumed they were going to have a new name. No, they they, they were not going to have a new name this year. And maybe this year goes well. Maybe they get some good juju from Ron Rivera, and they just are called the Washington football team. And, and honestly, maybe it wouldn't be that bad. Okay, let's dive into, I saw this morning Tom Brady pulled up to one Buccaneer place or way in a truck. You, I just read uh, my guy Vic Tafer, who covers the Raiders, said Derek Carr and all the quarterbacks tested for Corona. They have to stay away for three days, get retested Sunday, and then I think they were allowed in the facility like Monday. Hard to keep up with everything that's going on right now uh, because typically the preseason and the buzz of preseason helps lead into opening, you know, that Thursday night game and also the preseason games. And for as crappy as they are, the Hall of Fame game, the buzz of the sport, it's how we get our juices flowing. And listen, can we overreact to training camp practices? Of course we can. But overreaction... And creating emotion is a good thing. It's why the NFL right now is king. Most sports fans could not name every team in the bubble. The only thing they know is like LeBron's there, all the top teams are there. They can't name the crappy teams that also got to go, the 22 teams. They, they, there's no chance they could name like the other six, seven teams on the outside looking at. The Blue Jays, for example, in baseball, were banned from playing You know, this 60-game season for baseball. In Toronto, we're not allowed to play in Canada. So I think they're going to have to play, I think, in Pittsburgh is the last thing I read. Again, most people don't know. Because now, there's part of just the pandemic, coronavirus. It's a weird year. It's, I mean, baseball, I I got Yankees, uh, Nationals on behind me. Stan just hit a home run. They're playing in front of no fans. Opening day is July 23rd. So we we got thrown a curveball in life. But still, a big part 
one thing baseball had for a long period of time is just the negotiation. So it's kind of there's been a buildup. In basketball, we've been talking about the bubble, I swear to God, for like four months. It, they, they've been planning this bubble and then executing the bubble for two months. And now they're finally, I think LeBron James is playing tonight, starting to play some like exhibition games. But for football, like OTAs, while it's cool stories and stuff, it doesn't really do much. Like you still then get a long extended period of time in the summer before training camp starts. Training camp is when kind of all of our attention starts drawing to the NFL. Who's playing well? Who's going to start? What veteran might be on the cut bubble? Who could a player that might need to be traded? How's the first round player looking? And this is the, like I said, the first time in a long period of time that I haven't been able to go to a camp. And my timeline during training camp on, on social media is usually packed with reporters at various camps, tweeting videos of plays, tweeting out quotes of, of coaches. And it helps me, just like it helps when I worked in the NFL, I followed it really closely because you were usually, as a scout, as a pro scout, given five or six teams where you had to follow every single word coming out of that camp, good and bad. And now I do it a little more, I, I would say, liberally and not as intently on every team. But I'm pretty locked into the league. And there is going to be a limited information because the media is not going to be there at camp. There is not going to be constant tweeting of plays and who's looking good and who's looking, especially who's looking bad. Because we know if the teams control that message, which they are going to do this year, we're not going to get a great feel for what is happening at practice. And I'm not talking even about it from a competitive standpoint so other teams can stay locked in. I'm just talking about a build-up standpoint for us as fans and for people that talk about it can really dive deep into stories, right? Because typically, once training camp gets going and guys are making plays, I'm able to do a topic just based on two videos I saw coming out of Tampa Bay camp. That is not going to exist this year. And a huge part of that is going to be just because training camp is kind of like a glorified OTAs. They're not going to be in pads for another 20 days, whenever the veterans officially report like the 28th. So I do wonder, I've started to think, and I'm, I'm giving everyone a pass. Basketball, baseball, like once you get your sport up and running, I tip my hat. It's, this is not a, far less from an ideal situation. Baseball's doing this because they're trying to make money. Basketball went in the bubble because they're trying to make money. Football is doing everything desperately to keep playing because they're trying to keep money. If money didn't matter, you'd probably just take off the season. But for a lot of people that don't realize, money matters. And as your business gets a lot bigger, as all these pro sports are billion-dollar you know, endeavors, you actually have more on the line because if you go from $10 billion to like $3 billion, you go under, right? If I go from a year where I'm doing you know, 400000 in revenue to 300000 in revenue, I can pivot pretty easily. My costs aren't as high. It's why the NFL, their costs are absurdly high. All these pro sports are. Just look at how much the players and coaches are making. Those are set costs. And once this league gets going, and especially once week one kicks in, all those contracts on these for these players are guaranteed of, a, of any veteran players, which are the majority of your high price, which actually are all your high-priced players. Because even your your rookies, their contract was already guaranteed the moment they signed them. But I just wonder 
how this training camp is going to feel with, and bless me, I'm not trying to be like pro media, but they do help add a huge element during camp just with their videos, just with their tweets, just with their articles and their videos. Whether they're right or wrong with what they see, they just create a lot of conversation. And the one thing we know about football right now is it's the number one sport in America because we give it a lot of attention. I know Gary V. I'm sure many of you follow him or seen him on social media. He's you know an entrepreneur, and he's so right. The number one thing everyone is looking for right now is attention. Whether you're a TV channel, whether you're a media member, whether you're a pro sports league, whether you're Nike, you're just trying to get people's attention. If you get your attention, then you can sell them what you need to sell them. And for football, all I need, if I'm the NFL, I just need to get you to the couch. And we've proven if I can sit you there and you start watching, you're going to continue to watch. And that's what the other leagues have really fought. Baseball has really struggled to keep attention. The NBA definitely has. They've lost a lot of viewers. The one thing the NFL has kind of flexed their muscles is they've kept gaining viewers, and they obviously already had a lot. Now, they have things going for them, and we've talked about a million times from gambling to the setup of the urgency of the sport to also college football probably never has been more popular than it is right now, and it's, it's always been big. But look at, look at basketball. Like a huge reason basketball, I think, has fallen off the map a little bit is college basketball is irrelevant now. It's a, as Colin says, it's a one-month sport. It's March Madness. When I was growing up in the 90s, college basketball, like, the, like college football now, you paid attention. Because 25 people that were going to be you know, first and high second round picks were playing in college basketball. That's not even the case. Hell, now that like half the, the top 10 went to Australia, didn't play college basketball, went to Europe, went to like random leagues. And the one reason college football is so popular right now is because the NFL is so big. So if I'm a Miami Dolphins fan, I was locked into Oregon and Alabama last year. And then once LSU started killing it, I was watching Joe Burrow. Same with the Bengals. And even if I'm like the 49ers, I'm keeping an eye on what position do I need? Even though we're going to draft 32, you know, in theory, they ended up not drafting there, but like we need a wide receiver. Who are the sweet wide receivers? And it's really helped the popularity of the league. And I just wonder, you start combining if college football happens or doesn't doesn't happen, has limited, you know, who knows? I, I think that's, it's up for debate. Uh, and it's a major, no one knows. It's it's definitely on much shakier ground than the NFL. And then the NFL, just how different is it going to look? Like I'm watching baseball right now, the no fans. Uh, you know, it's, it's not an ideal situation. Does it take it away from the viewing product? I mean, it's still the Yankees and the Nationals. I mean, two elite teams. I think it's the Yankees are. We'll see how good the Nationals are. They lost a couple players and their best young player got Corona. But it's just... Part of watching pro sports are seeing people, a lot of people there. That's a huge part of college sports, right? You watch college football, a lot of people in the stands. That's not going to be the case this year. So I, I, I'm just already kind of preparing. I wonder if it's going to be, and then we've we've heard a bunch about it. I don't know. There's an election this fall. Uh, you know, a lot of people are fighting for their economic life right now. Unemployed could still be searching for jobs in the fall. Could just be a weird year for the NFL of just creating buzz, of just creating. I still think they're going to be the number one sport. I mean, they're, they're so far ahead of these other sports. I, I just, some, it, it might be a little more difficult than you think with the limited access, the no fans. I, I, things could get weird. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. 
like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. They help you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Did you know 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites? LinkedIn's the only one I use. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N. That's linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Okay, let's get a little Middlecoff mailbag time. At John Middlecoff, Instagram handle. And uh, come in, come in firing. Come in firing with those questions. Would changing the way the NBA views their stats help with load management? They're the only sport that seems to go by averages where the other three major sports go by totals. I know it would be a little silly at first. LeBron's leading the league with 3,000 points this season. But if major awards and all NBA selections, which determine contracts, 
looked into more totals than per game averages, players might be more likely to play more games, especially star players who battle for those accolades. Honestly, you're kind of on to something here. Not a terrible idea at all. You're right. In baseball, we go, you hit 50 home runs. Or in football, he has five touchdowns through 10 games. You're right. Seems like the NHL, which is also an 82-game season, doesn't have load management issues and many would feel is a more physically brutal sport. Star players play the last game of the season with no implication on the playoffs if they're still striking distance of 100 points, 50 goals, or other statistical milestones. Even when they're not, all players typically play every game they can. Sorry for the super long message. I actually think that's one of the more intelligent theory slash ideas I've seen regarding load management to date. That makes a lot of sense. Now, I think this is always the problem. And it's why we talk about, whenever you talk about change in sports, because typically they've been doing something uh, for a long period of time, it's hard to enact that. Uh, Players push back. Historians push back because it throws everything off. Uh, I, I would have no problem. Now, it is, the, like the difference in baseball, the biggest stat you're ever going to see is, right, he has 100, I guess, I guess in football, you see guys with 1,000 yards. That's not abnormal. That, that's not abnormal. So if you have, I don't know, 2,500 assists. Yeah. I, now, I, I, I think you'd have to pull up some of the great seasons and, and pull up the totals to kind of compare it. Because a huge thing is like, well, Patrick Mahomes threw 50 touchdowns. What other quarterbacks have thrown 50 touchdowns? And you'd be like, Marino, Brady, Peyton Manning. I think that's the list. And you can kind of equate it. Or, I ran for 2,000 yards as a running back. Who else did that? Well, O.J. Simpson, Adrian Peterson, Barry Sanders, Terrell Davis. There, I might be missing some, but you get my drift. So, I, I, you can always compare. Well, I hit 65 home runs. Who else have done this? I, I think it's it's hard when it comes to that because... In the vernacular, the way we talk about it, you just know, right? If I tell you, you get to 40 touchdowns, you know that's a big number. Or I tell you, you get to 1,800 yards rushing, you know that's a big number. If you hit, you know, 200 hits is a big deal in baseball, right? 20, I know wins isn't as big a deal in baseball for pitchers, but if I say you got 20 wins, that's typically a big deal. What direction do you see the Colts going after quarterback after this season? With Rivers on a one-year deal, does that leave the door open for Luck to return, or do you think they look to free agency in the draft? I I never say never, but if I was a Colts fan, and I'm assuming, Drew, that you are, I would not think about Andrew Luck ever coming back. Kind of false hope there. I, I, I would probably get that out of my mind. Andrew Luck isn't coming back. Now, maybe he does, but I would, I would not assume that, and I, I would just... We're, we're off Andrew Luck. I think Rivers, I would lean he's he's over the hill. Now, maybe I'm wrong, but what I saw last year was a disaster. Now, clearly their offensive line is dramatically better in Indy. Uh, so maybe if the season were to go well, he just signs another one-year deal. I could see that. Like, I don't think Rivers is playing for another team beside the Colts. You know, this he's going to end his career as a Colt. That would be my educated guess. They drafted... Jacob Easton from Washington, who I think is not a very good football player. Now, they took him in the fourth round, so by no means to see the future. You know, you got Jacoby under contract, but I don't know what that means. I think this is his last year, right? Uh, 
Uh, so yeah, I would say draft. The good thing is there are a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL right now. You just never know. You know, has Jameis become available after next year? You know, Derek Carr, does that something go off there with the Raiders? Uh, they're, they're, uh, Nick Foles, is he just one year in Chicago and done? There are Band-Aid. Band-Aid's too, you know, kind of negative a word. But there are going to be options for, you know, teams that need quarterbacks. Big fan of the show. Hope you're doing well. My question is this. Do you think Jalen Hurts will be used in a Taysom Hill-type role? And if so, do you think there's a large number of teams that will follow suit if this is successful? If Jalen is in a Taysom Hill role, which he's going to be the backup quarterback, unless the backup quarterback that they had last year, I think the kid from, is he from Indiana, Northwestern, who the, the reason they had to sign McCown because he broke his wrist is the backup quarterback, and then you can basically keep three quarterbacks. But if Jalen is your number two, that was the thing. Like Taysom Hill was not the number two quarterback for the for the Saints. Teddy Bridgewater was. So you could play Taysom Hill like a football player, right? Cover kicks, running back, tight end, whatever. If Jalen Hurts is your backup quarterback on game day, you can't have him out there lead blocking for Jalen Sanders, right? Or covering kicks. That, to me, that's the biggest question mark. I don't know the answer. I don't know if the Eagles quite know the answer, and it's not like they're going to get training camp to figure it out. So, to me, it's going to come down to, is Jalen their backup quarterback? If he is, I would say no. If he's not, and he does play a Taysom Hill-type role, and it works, like Jalen's making plays, which he's a fantastic runner. He was a much better runner in college than Taysom was. Now, I don't think he's quite as fast as Taysom, but he is shifty. He's a natural open-field runner. You could, I, I think he could be a starting running back in the NFL. He's that good. So, yeah, if it goes well, I, whenever trends start to happen and things start to work, I would say in football or any business, people copy. People follow suit. So, yes, it would be 100% on the table that he changes the game a little bit. Question. Huge Steelers fan. Why is everyone giving the AFC North to Baltimore? Steelers were a juju fumble away from beating the Ravens in overtime with Rudolph. Got knocked out by an illegal hit and no flag by Dirty Earl Thomas and Duck Hodges in Week 5. Week 17, a fumble that led to a quick Ravens TD before the half and a fumble 16 points giveaway to make the score look even worse, 28-10. With Big Ben, Steelers have not been under top 5 in offense efficiency the last 5 seasons. Steelers were 32 in that stat last year. I feel like no one is giving the Steelers a chance, and I really don't see the Ravens running away with the division. Even if Ben's at 70% of his, his Hall of Fame self, he's still a better quarterback than Lamar, Baker, and Burrow. Am I biased? Well, I would throw out the Week 17 game. I, I, I don't think I was watching, but the Ravens had everything wrapped up, right? So it was they had nothing to play for. Week 5, probably some merit there for sure. Uh, to me, the biggest question mark is the guy tore his, his elbow last year. He's 37, 38 years old. He is a guy that struggled to play in 16 games over the last decade. Now, I'm with you. If you have a healthy quarterback and a good quarterback on this team, they're a playoff team. They had one of the best defense in the league. They have one of the best pass rushes in the league. Minka's now a star. Uh, they drafted the, the tackling machine from Michigan last year when they traded up. Their offense, they got good wide receivers. Their offensive line solid. I, I, it's just a question on Ben. Now, it can't get much worse. Like you said, you were dead last in offensive efficiency last year. Mason Rudolph is not a good player. 
Duck Hodges is probably not a 53-man roster guy. So it's Ben could probably be 50% and he's better than those two guys. But as we saw last year, his arm shattered, basically. He could not throw a football. So at any moment with Ben, like these, these injuries can just go. And he could just be, he can't play. I Like, I, I have a hard time seeing him play like 12 games this season. I, I, I just do. Like, so, when we were growing up, and guys would get to his age, right, 35, 36, it would just end. And now guys like, you know, Brady and Breeze, we think these guys can stay to their, play to their 40. It's just not normal. And Ben has a lot of wear and tear on his body. I mean, I, kind of like a Cam. Now Cam ran a little bit more. But once Cam got to his early 30s, like, it, he was physically shot. And I just think you've seen the wear and tear for those years, like, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, when Ben was getting destroyed. Just catches up to you when you get to your later late 30s. I was just wondering, with the NFL becoming such an international platform, if you could see any more European-Asian players being able to come over and really doing well in the league without having gone through an American high school college experience. Would love to hear your thoughts on whether it would be too challenging or even if it be worthwhile for teams to look outside the U.S. in the first place. Love the show. Well, it's one thing when a guy's playing rugby and I have tape of him in New Zealand or Australia moving around with a ball in his hands or tackling people. If a guy, let's just say you have some big athlete in China. Well, what sport, unless he's playing rugby, if he's just like a big athlete, how can I see, like, I, it'd be difficult. So, I, I don't see how you scout a guy without him playing a sport. How he'd even come on the radar. Or Europe. To me, you would just have to play rugby. If you're playing rugby, then people can find you or hear about you. If you're not playing rugby, to me, it's borderline impossible for me to figure out who you are. Because there are, I mean, hundreds of millions of people in this world, especially in these other countries. Are there like a billion people in China? Like, I, I just, I don't know how I figure out who you are as like a scout or a front office if you're not playing an athletic endeavor. I can't, I can't just find you on the street, you know? I mean, those stories make for like fun, legendary tales like, I think it was Tony Braxton was discovered. Maybe it was Whitney Houston at a gas station just singing. Like, you're probably not going to be like, you know, I found my uh, outside linebacker was just on vacation in, in Spain. Saw this dude. He looked 6'2", 250. I ask him, yo, you want to play football? And the guy's like, sure. And then we bring him back and he plays football. Like, that's just not going to happen. So I, I think you got to play a sport to be discovered. I'm a big Minnesota Vikings fan. I believe Diggs and Adam Thielen were an underrated NFL uh, best wide receiver duo in the past years. What are your thoughts on that? And what do you believe that Adam Thielen and the new rookie Jordan Jefferson could do better? Well, I'm pretty sure that Justin Jefferson will not be as good a player as Stephon Diggs because the last several years he's been one of the best deep threats in the league. He has elite play speed. He's just an elite deep threat target. I think he has 15 touchdowns the last two years. He has, he's averaging over 80 catches a year. He's just, I, I, he's not maybe a top five player, but he's, he might, I might not call him elite, but he's damn good. And Thielen is just solid. So you put an elite guy, a borderline elite guy with Thielen, you can kick people's asses and a good running game and productive tight ends. When I, what I saw of Justin Jefferson and talking to people in the league, they saw more of a slot wide receiver than an outside guy. So Thielen, who's a solid outside wide receiver, 
you put with Justin Jefferson in the slot and with a couple tight ends, Irv Smith and Kyle Rudolph, you know, you can just play a little bit different. You might not be as explosive as an offense, like down the field. I remember several times last year, play action, boom, Cousins to Diggs, 40-yard bomb, touchdown. I don't know if that's going to be happening as much, but you can matriculate the ball down the field, hit 10 and 15-yard gains with those two guys. Justin Jefferson's a good player, but is he going to have the impact this year of Diggs that's had the last couple of years? I, I don't see a chance. Now, can Cooks do more? I think Madison's the backup running back, the kid they drafted from Boise State, who I like. I mean, that guy runs his ass off. You got two good tight ends. Cousins is a solid player. I think the offense might have to be better because their defense might not be as good. I think Someone tweeted at me, I think the Vikings are replacing six starters on defense. That's a lot for a team that's arguably had one of the most consistent defensive units in the league the last, what, six, seven years? I think Julio Jones' Super Bowl catch has to be one of the best ever. It was a very critical situation as well and had the most skill of a catch I've ever seen a Super Bowl. Obviously, it lost and no one cares. What do you think? Do you have any Super Bowl catches above it? I think during Corona, I watched the second half of that game and it was an insane catch. I would say in my lifetime, just thinking about it, the catch would be Santonio Holmes that won the Super Bowl. Ben to Santonio Holmes in the corner of the end zone. And that's you basically a, a winning touchdown catch in the corner of the end zone, keeping both feet in. And like you said, you just get remembered when you win the Super Bowl, whether that's fair or not. I'd say the uh, David Tyree catch would have to be right up there too. Now, the difference, I think, Santonio Holmes and Julio Jones feels a little more like elite skill in a natural position. I'm not trying to diminish what David Tyree did, but I think even diehard Giants fans can admit, and listen, I had money on the Giants. There's an element of luck there, right? There was just, I saw a clip, I was watching some Antonio Brown highlights. Antonio Brown was so good. If you guys remember, there was a Titan, they played the Titans on a Monday night football game, and he caught a ball, a fade pass against his helmet. It was a remarkable catch. I mean, it has to be one of the better catches of the last four or five years. Like, I don't think that was luck. I think that was skill. I think he practiced it. I don't know if David Tyree had ever practiced that. But the final result, I, I don't know how you, I mean, you could argue it's one of the great catches in football history. Hell, besides like Willie Mays and Jim Edmonds, it might be like a top five catch of all time. I mean, it it led to the Giants winning the Super Bowl and me winning $1,500, which at in 2007, my junior, senior year in college, might as well have been $100,000. Fantastic win. So I'm indebted to the guy. But I, I would go San Antonio Holmes one when you factor in what was on the line. Now, it's like I hear myself say that. I don't know how the David Tyree just, he did catch it, you know, in traffic. So probably one of those. Julio's a freak, though. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. 
and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Sometimes it's a struggle between buying what you want over buying what you need. But with the Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card, you can do both. You earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you can earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. Earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like those new golf clubs you've been eyeing, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a divot repair tool for after you've torn up your lawn. Let's try that again. Earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like workout equipment for your home, and then earn 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller to soothe your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are. With unlimited 2% cash rewards, the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. First of all, I want to say I love the podcast. I'm a Charger fan in the Bay Area and want to know your thoughts on the Chargers making the playoffs this year. Taylor was a pretty good quarterback for Buffalo, but I'm hesitant to think that he can take us to the playoffs in the AFC. Coward says we have a great roster, but I think, but I would like a former scout's thoughts. Also, like Herbert, but just think the best situation for a rookie is to sit for a year. Just think about this. How many teams can say their top six or seven players are this good? Bosa, Derwin James, Ingram, Keenan Allen, Hunter Henry, Mike Williams. Uh, I'm probably missing. I'm probably missing some guys. Casey Hayward. Like they have elite impact players. Elite impact players. Even Kenneth Murray, the guy they drafted from Oklahoma late in the first round. That guy's going to be a stud. Now their offensive line is not great, but that's why they want a mobile quarterback. I'm not the biggest Tyrod Taylor guy. Uh, if Tyrod Taylor's your starting quarterback, like at most you're going to win nine or ten games, and that's if your team is loaded, and their team's pretty loaded. But 
The guy hasn't played much really the last couple years, obviously, because he's been back up for Rivers. Are, are we sure that Justin Herbert's not re- better than him right now? It's not like Justin Herbert was a redshirt sophomore. He's a, he was a senior. He was a four-year starter at Oregon. Four years. Just put him in the game. Let him play. You got Hunter Henry. You got Keenan Allen. You got, what's the little running back's name? Austin Eckler. You, you, you got Mike Williams, who's a jump ball wide receiver. The deck's pretty loaded for him. And he's mobile. So unlike Rivers, who was a statue, Justin Herbert can run and, and move. I would just start Justin Herbert from the jump. I used to be a decade ago, let the guy sit, let the guy sit, let the guy sit. In 2020, four-year starter, spread offenses, let the kids play, man. Just just put them in there. You drafted them six overall. Worst case scenario, Tyrod's got to come in if it's, he's a little overwhelmed. But I, I think we just have too much information over the last four or five years. These guys play early, and these guys succeed early. You know, you, you put young quarterbacks in. Now, I, this year's a little weird. They're no offseason. So maybe I'm being a little too bullish, but I, I would have a quick trigger finger to have Herbert in there. I, I don't draft guys in the top 10 at quarterback to watch them sit. Now, Herb, uh, Tua is a little different. To me, Tua had a dislocated hip. It could have like ended his career. I'm being cautious with him. He couldn't work out during the combine or whatever. Herbert's ready to roll. I, I, I lean throw Herbert in as quickly as possible and, and get him playing. Appreciate everyone listening. Have a great weekend. Enjoy some baseball. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the summer as much as possibly can during these trying times. And uh, as Hank Williams Jr. said, let's get ready for some football. It's right around the corner. Peace. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. 
Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.